Well, any of us can, because <laughs> we all know. I think you should have a bag. Yeah, we no, can do that. No, we will. <laughs> I mean, it'll happen. Believe me. Believe me. I'd rather take a, a back seat, you know. You like it. back seats, don't yeah, they? Yeah, I like to do it in the okay. back seat. Looney, Looney. Where's Looney? He Joe. Put his, he put his number in the chat. Joe. Oh, a number, huh? He put a number in the... Uh, okay. All right. All right. The green. One sec. All right. All right. Oh. Not that there. Okay. At the end. Oh, wow. Okay. There it is. Copy. You know, phones are, like, much more complicated than they used to be. <laughs> <laughs> they can, like... I feel like they can launch nuclear weapons. Here we go. Let's try this. Very sexy, don't they? <laughs> yeah, thank you. Joe Looney bin. It's a jo- it is a Joe Looney bin. Yeah. A, yeah. Joe, Joe, Joe. See the chat. Hold. Hello. 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 Hey, can you guys hear me? Yeah, we can hear you just fine. Can you hear us? Yeah. Well, I can hear you. Can you hear me now? Um, I hear Jones up pretty loudly, but. Yeah. I don't really hear anyone else. Yeah. Yeah. We're we're all turned. They're gonna have to turn down. Very no, no. Quietly. It's not that. It's that you're, you're literally talking into my uh, into my phone. So you gotta like talk a little loudly. Oh really? Yeah. Oh oh, so you have it on speaker yeah. right there. Yep. Okay. So I'll turn it towards everybody. Okay. So can, can talk, have them talk. Okay. Uh, Sean, you say something, and then Joe will tell you whether you can uh, hear you or not. Can you hear me, Joe? Can, can, can uh, yeah, when you sound, when you talk like very loud and deliberate like that. Okay, and then, and then okay. let's try Dante. Dante? Um, yeah, can you hear me? Are you hearing me through the mic or just through the ambient sound? I have to come over here? Yeah. Um, I can hear Dante, but not as well as Sean. Yeah, okay. Well, Dante, Dante, just uh, talk nice and loud, all right? Okay! Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm talking loud now! <laughs> yeah, that's... Now you're clipping. Yeah, I can hear that. Okay, yeah. good, good, good. All good. right. <laughs> all right, all right. So, uh, so, so, Joe, uh, we we thought like after last week's uh, counterparty poopathon, we thought we'd have you on and you can uh, maybe present your your thoughts on counterparty because uh, counterparty is in a sort of weird state right now with a lot of argument and uh, discussion going on. So we uh, we thought we'd bring you on. So, go on. Cool. Do you want to? Uh, I yeah. I just I, are we. If we're on now, I just want to let everyone know I'm like a little distracted because the roads are like pretty snowy. Here, yeah, I believe so. that. So, in in the meantime, why don't you just introduce sort of what you do with Counterparty, what you've done? Um, you're, I mean, you've done a lot of development stuff, particularly with the Pepe stuff. Uh, so, you want to talk about that? Sure. Yeah, uh, I first heard about Counterparty like uh, pretty shortly after the burn period, and uh, like I remember when the test that. Counterlog was launched, and that was, like, the first chance I got to use it. Um, and so I, like, have been trying to end it for a while. I made the uh, um, XCP wallet, I think I called it. It was, like, a Chrome extension wallet. Um, let's see. What else? Um uh, you yeah, did, you, just, you did a drop zone, a drop zone wallet as well, I think. So a, a little client. Yeah, I did the, like uh, the drop zone thing, um, just like the decoding um, of transactions. But yeah, I uh, my opinion on the current state of things is this is kind of like what you get when you have a foundation at all. Interesting. So you're you're so this week we should talk about this. Uh, the foundation actually uh, went. Bye bye, right? And Dante, you're more familiar with this than I am. So, like, let's uh, 
Let's get you in here. Yeah, okay. So I have to talk into that? Is well, just, just talk. For the audio, I can just talk in here, right? Yeah. Okay. So, uh, yeah, basically what happened was uh, the, the genesis of this was that um, I got a TLDR from J-Dark, and he said, hey, by the way, just wanted to let you know that we've been having conversations that's been going on, and we've been talking about you know, either a rebrand or, you know, uh, some kind of a fork, whatever it was, over to one of the other chains. And uh, he said uh, the conversation was going on between himself and Joe and Sean Leary and uh, John Villar, uh, Chigarator, right? So I started asking questions to him, saying, well, how, wh what? You know, how is this going to happen, and how would this work, and how would this affect this and that, and assets, and so on. And Did J-Dog you ask that? J-Dog, uh, no, no, I asked the, these questions of him in a text, uh, in, okay. a, in, in a chat, right? So gotcha. he, he said to me in that chat, he said, well, you know, it's a little bit too soon right now. Like, don't worry about the details. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, uh, nothing, nothing to see here. Move, move along now. Um, it's, it's a little bit too early to get into this stuff, and it's probably not going to happen until mid-year. So just kind of, just, just, just don't, you know, like, it just kind of lay back. <clears throat> and he said, uh, and don't mention this until, now, until, um, where this is becoming more of a serious conversation or something to that effect. So in other words, just 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 kind of like you know hold off on really getting deep into deep diving. So um, I'm thinking, okay, well you know I'm given a TLDR. I was not in, involved in any of those other conversations, which was kind of weird to me. And uh, I figured. Maybe eventually I'll get some details as far as, you know, uh, what is on everybody's mind. So then all of a sudden you see some of what was talked about in that conversation starts getting somehow just put out in the public like it had always existed. And then, uh, uh, then one aspect of it, which was called something like pluggable chains, which is like some nickname that came out of the blue and I, I, I didn't know where it came from, but this pluggable chains idea gets put onto the, um, the uh, roadmap, right, uh, on the, on the quote-unquote official website. So when that happened, you know, which was they're going to, I guess, put a counterparty on this chain, that chain, the other chain, this other chain, and that means that anybody who's running a federated node would have to go ahead and have the entire blockchain for every one of those other chains. So, so that was on the roadmap. And then at some point, uh, Dan Anderson, Droplister, started to ask questions saying, well, wait a minute, this thing's on the roadmap. Where was this conversation? And in general, he was being told, no, no, there's no conversation. It didn't happen anywhere. And you know, at a certain point when he was being, you know, I didn't really, I, I didn't really appreciate how he was being told. I don't even know who was calling them this or saying this, but he was well, being told. I, I told him he was being dramatic. Well, okay, maybe right, but other people, other people said that he was uh, wearing, you know, should be wearing a tinfoil hat, and he was a conspiracy theorist and all this kind of thing. And I see all of this happening, and yet 
I was aware that there had been some back-channel conversations going on. He's, yeah, yeah, because of what J-Doc sent you, right? What, no, because of, a, because of a chat that we had, right. So, All right, well, so that I, that's I, that's when I, right, and I think you and I have a few things that we agree on, uh, but I'm I'm not sure where we differ and whatever. So you can fill in um, any part of that. Yeah, no, I I think I like completely understand where you're coming from now. Um, that's good. Um, oh, can so, I, can, can I, Joe? Can I can I throw out one more thing I forgot to mention? So wh sure. what had happened was I was trying to. Basically, just give some validation, right, to to somebody who I respect as a dev and as somebody who's been involved in Counterparty for a long time, which is Dan. And I said, "Hey, dude, yep. you know, you're you're not crazy, uh, you're not paranoid. This actually, you know, you're right." And um, I, I I shared a couple of you know screen snaps, you know, with him. I'm not sure if if that one in particular was one that I intended to because. You know, my, my app was, it's still a little buggy, and it sends out the prior screenshot when you're trying to send out the current one. So that's a weird thing. But I was uh, out and about, and I look at my phone, and Dan had uh, sent me a, a screenshot. He says, look, I'm about to share this, and, uh, you know, people are going to get upset. He says, you know, I hope you're ready for that. I didn't realize that it was a screenshot of that conversation. So in other words... I never intended for him to share that publicly, but I don't know that that's a big uh, point. But yeah, no, I don't think I don't think that's a problem really right. at all. But then, in, in immediate response to that, what I want to say is, J Dog shared a much greater detail version of my conversation with him directly into the public, which is really fine. It didn't matter, but I don't think it gave him the high ground. To you know, like he went immediately on the attack uh, with me, you know, uh, on in back channels and doing weird things like, uh, you know, after, uh, he deleted actually my WordPress account that was in the the counterparty.io uh, website, you know, with no warning, just just deleted my account. So there was a lot of like little childish things that that he had done. So if that gives you any ideas yep. to why. Uh, you know, I was pretty pissed off at this guy uh, for a lot of reasons, you know? Yeah, no, I I completely understand. I would be pissed, too. Um, if he can't, if he, like, closed my account, I think that was probably, like, I wouldn't have done that, but whatever. Well, I mean, Joe, isn't there a bigger problem here that we have elected members of the Counterparty Foundation and then people like J-Dog who are not elected members who then are making decisions on their behalf without any, like, checks um, let me give you just uh, a rundown of what J-Dog was probably referring to when he told Dante that we were having conversations. Um, you guys remember when Trevor decided he was going to ICO a Litecoin counterparty? Yeah. I remember so, hearing about that. Yeah, so we, like, kind of, like, got him to confirm that, and then... We were talking and like, oh, should, maybe we should like do our own first because Trevor's going to fuck it up or something. But it just turned out being like, no, nah, that's like a lot more work than it's worth. Um, and so we'll just leave it at that. Um, I think that might have been the conversation. I've, I've talked to people about like rebranding uh, before. Uh, oh, man. Sorry, I just got to the dump, so.
navigating the uh, cars well, here. well, Joe, it sounds to me like you're not actually aware of some of the conversations that were happening in, in, in addition to uh, the conversations you're talking about. Like, I know, for example, that there was an entire secret conversation that occurred about forking counterparty to Litecoin that everybody is denying having. Is that the one, the, like, vote? Where they had like a vote. Yeah, they had a they had a vote uh, that was well, done in secret among members who aren't even the foundation but, members. But there was two. There was two. So there was yeah, a con- so I think, Go ahead, Joe. Um, I think I think that's probably just. I I think I think with J Dog is he kind of overreacted a little bit, um, and he just he was like, "Oh, the foundation will decide." But I think we all know that, like, the foundation doesn't decide. Like, with kids, like, when have we, when has there ever been, like, a vote for, like, a new feature or something? It's just not, it's not how. So I was, I was constantly just saying, like, with, with Dan when he came in, it was like, oh, this is a big problem because of the conversation that uh, uh, Dante thought J Dog, me, Sean, and John had. And they, yeah, they are kind of validating, like, if you look at them, but they're completely unrelated. Um, and I knew the whole time that, like, pluggable chains is a stupid idea. And I, like, I told John, and he was like, oh, I'll figure it out, I'll figure it out. And I think, I mean, I think he was hopeful that he would figure something out, but at the end of the day, there's that, you can't, like, have your cake and eat it, too. Like, you can't have really fast transactions on like a shittier chain and then send money back to Bitcoin. Like that would never work. Um, so I've been against most of that stuff. So well, that's kind of why I Joe, take a little like, I think, I think oh, the, the, the weird thing is, is that I don't think that's something you can be against. That's just not a possibility, right? Against what? Well, like the pluggable chains notion. So th- this has been my, like, I, I'm not entirely, uh, desirous of like jumping into the middle of uh like drama but i do i do find it hilarious because there is this sort of frustrating truth about counterparty which is that the devs the devs that are in charge of it don't care about the science and they're a little bit incompetent so like even even putting this notion of pluggable chains on the roadmap should be embarrassing um yeah i i think yeah i think it never should have been on the roadmap so how did it get? How did it get there? And why, like, why was everybody uh, in support of this initially, only to like later on pretend like they all, everyone all along knew that it wasn't possible? Um, I don't think everybody was in support of it. I mean, everyone would be in support of it if it worked, right? Um, but it can't. So I think that's it. Was people? I think John was very like over eager and thinking it could work and hoping it could, but it just can't. Um, and I think they jumped the gun. Whoever controls, like, putting stuff on the newsletter, whoever made the newsletter, I mean, that's probably who did it. I got to uh, throw my trash into the uh, trash area at the dump, so I'll okay. be right back. Well, all right. So, so Dante, you're looking here at, at a doc- document. Right. You all have right. a link to it also, so you could pull it up I'll do that directly on, on your machine. So, uh, I don't know if Joe can hear me or not, but the, the document that we're looking at was, in, uh, a, sh- it was a shared Google Doc, and 
basically, I, I, I imagine that this was created originally by, by Devin. I know there are comments in the document. Some comments are from Joe. Uh, I'm back. Okay, okay. Joe, so we're, like, here, here's... R real quick, uh, just just to return to that line of questioning, like it seems to me that if the if the devs are um, th that are working on this are a little bit incompetent, that that in my mind calls into question the state of the project. I mean, why do you why do you have that opinion? Uh, because they the, the the main development team, the, not team, but like the main people that are in fact developing, didn't see a problem with this notion of pluggable chains, which on its face. Is ridiculous. Oh, well, I mean, there's a lot of ridiculous ideas. I, I don't know what to say. I mean, but I, they don't I usually make their way onto the roadmap, right? Like on onto like this will be added yeah, in the future. It should have never. It should have never made it onto the roadmap. It should have never been. It should have never been on a roadmap. I completely agree with you guys. Right. So no, I I, I, I get that you agree with that. So like my point is that doesn't that call into question if the, if the devs on the project are that incompetent, doesn't that call into question the state of the project? I don't think that that's a, that that makes them incompetent. I mean, I think it's pretty incredible that Counterparty has only ever had like maybe twelve hours of downtime since it started. I don't know what that has to do with uh, it, though, because like I'm not I'm not saying that the project itself is is dead. I'm just saying like it seems to me that these this dev team shouldn't be making decisions about it. Who are you Who are you referring to? I mean, it, it it I I it feels like J Dog is making a lot of decisions. Well, um, J Dog J Dog doesn't work on the code on, well, on counterparties. Joe, I don't know if you were involved in this uh, on the Slack or not, but what uh, there was a number of occasions, and I'm going to just point out this one occasion where uh, there was a newsletter that was about to be released, and J Dog was uh, with great urgency right, right. wanting this road this is pertaining to the roadmap with great urgency was saying i want you guys to just uh, uh, go ahead and approve whether we can put the roadmap uh into the newsletter because the newsletter is going to go out so the next train leaving the station won't be for another month and then it was like tremendous urgency to get this out so sure but i like well, did, you guys, did you guys like Bef did you guys all get to look at the newsletter before it went out? I mean, how did that work? Everything was with great urgency, and the big question on the table, the big urgency that J-Dog had, was he wanted desperately to get the roadmap that he had worked so painstakingly hard on. He, he wanted to get it into the newsletter that sure. was going out that day or whatever, and I started making some comments with a little critical thinking about some of the details uh, about the roadmap and he got all hissy fitty with me I, i'm i'm less uh, but i think, I think well, we should I, like less I, the reason i want to tell you right, this okay. is because when there was ever any criticism later about how the um uh pluggable chains got into the roadmap for the future thing the first thing j dog came back with when there was criticism was, well, you were one of the people who voted for it. You know what I mean? And, and it was like that. And I said, well, wait a minute. I, I didn't have an opportunity to go ahead and vet all of the content. It's like, all right, if you just want me to just say, does the page look shitty or not? No, I'll no, say, no, go, no, you see what no, I mean? No, I get that. But like, so, I mean, uh, sure. Uh, uh, approving a newsletter is not akin to uh, voting uh, for approval on a roadmap, I, I'm less concerned with like the nitty gritty of how the, the sausage is made. But I am, I am like, like Joe. 
if if J Dog isn't working on the code, who right now is working on the code? You have what, John Villar? Uh, Devin, Devin, Devin was, um, and now John's been working on some of the sips. Okay, so that I mean that's that's good. So those are the people that are working on it. Who has access to the Git repo? Uh, Devin, I think, and Robbie and uh, Ruben, and there's uh, there's another guy on there that was working on uh, payment channel stuff. Okay, and uh, so those are yeah. There's I think those are the four that are on there. So we have what four four developers, uh, two are like regularly contributing code, um, and well, then then who's then who's deciding on these roadmap items? Well, the one well, who wrote I think it. There's a, there's some, I think there's some like important like framing to do here because are you talking about the roadmap that's in a newsletter? Or are you talking about like what would actually be implemented? into the project. And I, I think this is another case of having a foundation is ridiculous. Um, I, I don't necessarily, I, I don't in any way disagree that, that there's, I mean, like Bitcoin doesn't have a foundation at this point. Um, I mean, there is. Well, yeah, it does, but no one takes it seriously. But it does, I mean, it, it, it's not to say that there's no use for a foundation. I don't think it's necessarily ridiculous, but like, I don't think that it's necessary necessarily. Um, but like I, I wouldn't characterize it as ridiculous. But I do, I do have a lot of, I am bothered by this sort of like ripping uh, from the foundation the responsibility of the project with no understanding of who is now in charge. Well, and, and also who, Joe? Yeah, I mean, I think I think you're right. I think that there, there's really like who's in charge. I don't know, right? So, all so I know. So isn't that a problem though? Because like. The reason the reason I ask is because like I'm, I'm looking at this and like it's been sort of defaulted that the foundation was in charge and now that the foundation yeah, this week is right but that's now that ridiculous. now the that the foundation in charge of the code like and that's it, the correct. foundation's not in charge of who runs what like software it's that's a ridiculous proposition I don't I don't disagree but now there's now there's you know two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Uh, that was donated to the foundation. That is in God knows whose possession. Well, we know it's a J dog. And yeah, so I, I think I think that the only purpose, if there's going to be a purpose for a foundation, is probably handling money, right? Um, I I seems, disagree. It seems to I, me that I, the foundation delegated that duty to J dog. I think they should have done. To a Joe. Whether they should have done whatever they should have done. I mean, that's well, what they did. Well, do, right? I just want to ask you this, though. Do you think it would have been a more responsible thing for them to have put those funds into the hands of an attorney in trust for specific purposes, uh, such as future development or what have you? Yeah, sure. That sounds like a much better idea. All right. That was one of the main things that there was two uh, conversations that happened, uh, the second of which uh, the reinforcements were called in by J-Dog, presumably, which were Robbie and Ruben and, uh, well, Devin was on the first well, conversation. See, now, I think when you start getting, like, other people involved, everyone's got their own opinion. Well, nobody's, nobody's rallying behind, like, we listen to J-Dog and he tells us what to do. Uh, Devin I, I, think that's, I think that's fair. I think that's fair. Yeah, Devin has constantly been talking about wanting to move off of Bitcoin because it's too expensive, and 
he can't do it. Like, Tokumi can't work. It's so expensive. And He's been saying that for, for years since Tokumi. I mean, so him coming up with that Google Doc of different options, I'm not surprised about it at all. Uh, I, he, he was under the impression that you could move Counterparty, but uh, I don't think you can. Uh, I think it will always exist on Bitcoin, and whether a foundation or some other person, uh, Julian is the latest one. He's going to uh, put Counterparty on Bitcoin Cash. Yeah, that'll happen. Um, yeah, exactly. It's, well, but it's all ridiculous. I mean, I mean it, to, to be so fair, I mean, to, to be fair, I mean, Counterparty really should have, uh, in in my opinion, probably developed uh, for the fork when it happened, so that it would exist on both chains. I think, I think you're absolutely right. I think that Counterparty should have forked with Bitcoin Cash. Well, I'm, I'm not, I'm not saying right that. Then. I'm not saying it should have forked. What I'm saying is like both that at, at the fork there should have been two editions, two versions of Counterparty. That would have been very simple. It would have been elegant. It would have been, they could have developed for that's it. That's what I'm saying. That's, yeah. Uh, sorry. Yeah, that's a fork, right? It's not moving. It's just, there's two versions. Right. Here, use what you want. I, yeah, I agree with you. I think that should happen right away. Um, I think there's now um, people that think, why didn't you do that? And that's caused issues. I mean, it, these are an issue It's as far as, like, using it. I mean, we can pretend all day, oh, we need high fees because of security, and sure, maybe we do on um, certain things, but it, it definitely, I know Dan said, oh, the activity is less, but uh, maybe, or is even. So well, maybe Joe, can you, the activity is constant. As a developer, Joe, I mean, what, what is the possibility of adding payment channels to counterparty so that these fees can be mitigated? It only works for liquid assets, so... It, it, that wouldn't really work for rare Pepe's. Uh, it would work for Pepe Cash sending that around. Well, that's not because couldn't uh, you put it? Couldn't you put them in payment channels? Um, yeah, but you need liquidity, right? So if you've got a really rare one, what are you gonna do? You're gonna help someone else but put Joe, one in a payment channel? Joe, like, Joe, wait, wait. But by definition, what you just said in terms of if you have a really rare one, wouldn't that also mean one that is probably of higher value? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so no, I mean, we, we can talk about fees and whether they should be high or whatever, but I understand why people, and you see a lot of chatter with counterparty stuff. They just want it to be cheaper, and they don't care that it's on Bitcoin. I don't. I don't think um, that that's. I don't think that's a problem either. Like I, I'm not. Like I don't. I don't mind I, yeah, I that don't, discussion. I, think, I think. I think my problem more than anything, like the thing that really has been odd to me, is the way in which uh, the discussions were done backroom. And uh, that they're they're done with an air of incompetency that really is frustrating um, with regard to the project. So there's there's not like there there wasn't I, an I open procedure. I think you're conflating the development of the project with the running for the foundation. That that could very well be. I, I just I don't think that's and the those case are though. Because completely different things. But well, that, that's, been, that's very fair. That's fair. But it hasn't been very obvious that they've been very separate things because there's been a lot of like, well, like I think, who owns what. I think how. that's Joe's point is that it's not yeah. obvious and that's a problem. Right. Is that is that is that true, Joe? People think, yeah. People think people think that the cat that the foundation is like they control everything and run the code and and all this, and it's like that's not true. I mean, if the foundation dictated to Devin, hey Devin, write this in the code, and he didn't agree with it, he wouldn't write it. Um, it's I mean, it, it really comes down to, and Counterparty is really interesting because 
it has everything to do with how many people use your implementation. Of course, like, it's like it's that, a it's a weird consensus problem. Okay, it's really weird because it's not like Bitcoin, and that it's because I could make and I talked I talked about this a couple of years ago. I think with you guys, Counterparty Two. I would constantly say that Counterparty Two. Well, I'll just make Counterparty Two with what I wanted to do. Joe, and I could do that. Hold on. Go ahead. I could do that with the same level of security as Counterparty One. I don't need anybody to tell me that. And all Correct. I need to do is convince people to run my version. That's true. And then you could just you could do it on Bitcoin. Same Bitcoin, Counterparty Two. Yeah, absolutely. that's absolutely true. I got Counterparty Three, Four, and Five all on Bitcoin. So, so, so Joe. Yeah. Joe, there was a lot of talk, and including uh, w w the conversation, including yourself, uh, after the fact, that was making reference to a second uh, Discord conversation that included seven people, that included Robbie and Devin and Ruben, Sean Larry, myself, yeah. uh, Solo, uh, Mike Sullivan, and uh, J-Dog, right? So there were seven people. Uh, I, I heard about that conversation. Right. Okay, and, and, and I don't know if you heard this part, which is why I'm bringing it up. So the big thing, uh, my big position was for them not to attempt to do anything that would disadvantage existing asset holders on the Bitcoin blockchain with counterparty. I, I was not in favor of them moving or trying to move or or... They, what they wanted to do was uh, stand something up on the Litecoin blockchain and then no longer themselves running the uh, version on Bitcoin. They were basically going to abandon it. And then a statement was made, well, you know, somebody will come along and they'll pick up the mantle and they'll go ahead and run with it. I said, well, who would that be, Robbie? And he said, well, I, I don't know who, who it would be, but somebody will do it. All right. So. That being said, the, the biggest thing that I advocated for was for the, the funds, which was over 200000 it's about $250,000 worth of value right now that various people donated for a specific purpose. And I said, don't you guys think it would be smart to have that held uh, by a, a, a party like an attorney or an escrow agent who could see to it where where no one individual gets hit by a bus? Yeah, or, I, I, I think that, I, I think that's a great idea. Um, I think they should, the people in the foundation should have done that. Um, but I will say something about one thing you mentioned, and that was that everybody donated for a specific purpose. Yeah, I don't think you know that that is the case, and I think that that's the that's another issue with. Raising a holding a lot of money as a foundation, everyone disagrees on the way forward. Right, but that, I mean, like, apart from the foundation because stuff, because I, I think I think Joe, if you donated all that money and you wanted, I want you to do X. You don't know that it was all donated for a specific purpose. Who knows? Everybody's got a different opinion. I mean, sure. there's there's a lot of people that want it to move and don't realize that that's impossible without a fork. Right. Um, but, I mean, jo Joe, just, Joe, that. It's worth noting, though, that there there are bylaws and foundations, so there is there is a governing document as to how that money's to to be used. I, I'm not I'm not going to disagree with the, right. that the foundation was probably poorly run. I th I can I can agree with that. Right. I I I never really wanted anything to do with it. Um, <laughs> I helped do the vote. I helped do the voting um, last time because Boxcan was down, and there was no they were going to do a vote 
and there was no way to see what the votes were. Right. <laughs> right. And hey, by like, the way, it's ridiculous. I was like, I'll just I'll put something together so we can see what the votes are. Right. I, but, I, I, but you I, know what else is kind of funny is that I don't know that anybody checked that I did it right. But no, geez, no, you could have done whatever was. you could have done whatever you know. wanted to. That, that that was really funny I about it. Whoever win. There's, there's, mean, a, there's an awful lot of disinterest, I think, in 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 the governance of these projects. This actually is my worry about all of these, uh, not just counterparty, but Bitcoin generally, is that there's so few people um, who are capable of auditing things. Uh, they're ca- they're they're incapable of auditing uh, Joe Looney's code. They're incapable of auditing Kevin's code. Even even the people that are capable don't want to do it. Right. Do you want to work on your own project, or do you want to read someone else's code? Right, and I, I, I understand that that's that's a that's a hard limitation. But I mean, apart from the project, like I guess, I guess or apart from the foundation, what I what I would like to know is um, more in line with the state of the project, right? I'm 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 interested in the state of the project going forward, and, and do sure. Do you want to know my opinion on that? Yes. I think it's as good as ever. <laughs> I, I think that we're all in agreement. It's at fifty bucks a uh, fifty bucks uh, a coin now. Um, like it's it seems to be being yeah, used. Yeah, look, look, look at your pe- look at your Pepe cash. You'd, I mean, you'd be a billionaire by now. Yeah, <laughs> if I'd kept it. <laughs> um, maybe, that, maybe those numbers don't work out, but um, yeah, no, I, I think it's great, and and I think that it'll continue to be great. I, I think there's a lot of value on. Bitcoin counterparty, and I think people are going to try, like Julian, to come in and say, I mean, I'm very skeptical that he, he would have the means to get that done. Well, well Julian, Julian doesn't know anything, so that that's great. I, I, I like when people like Julian show up to do stuff. You might find somebody that you might find someone who does. Right. But, like, I, here, I, I also do wonder, like, if there is this interest, because, like, right now, I would say the Pepe... The Pepe community has the most support in the counterparty community. They, they're the biggest... Faction, almost as far certainly. as like numbers of people. Yeah, as as far as interest, right? Okay. As a subset. Yeah. So right. you could, I mean, you could take uh, like a Pepe party, and and you know do a counterparty with it, right? Like a fork, fork that. Yeah, I mean, it, because it's so, it has everything to do with people using it. it it's completely bound to like marketing, right? So, if if we were to just say, for instance. Oh, it, it, this is even better. We'll go to the, the, the extreme. We'll just take Counterparty with Rare Pepe's on it and make our own blockchain. And what you could do is every we'll, you, you just say that every time... We'll have five, we'll five master nodes and right. no mining, and we'll just run it like that. And every asset that's created on it has to have the word Pepe in it. Sure. Any rules we want. <laughs> but it's, and, it, and, and I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I, I might have told... I might have said it differently a year ago, but after the craziness I've seen in the last year, I don't know that that wouldn't work and become a billion-dollar project. No, I, I don't either. I would, like, that's, I would do that on Bcash. <laughs> I'd poop no, all over that blockchain. No, don't use any blockchain. No, oh, you just don't have to. That's true. You're node. right. You're right. Just, you're right. Do, uh, do a master no, node. Ridiculous end. That's a yeah, good point. Go, yeah. Do like Ripple. I got, I got five nodes, signing nodes. We'll, we'll do everything. The, the, the uh, mean, Rare Pepe Foundation. Sure. <laughs> so, <laughs> Joe, what, that's, another, that's another funny thing. The Rare Pepe Foundation. It's not a thing. That's, that's not a thing. Joe, say I, that. I, so, Joe, I don't know. You weren't you you were not present, so I don't know what you heard uh, after the fact. But one of the things that I brought up as a an area of concern, the way they were all proposing doing this, was 
what is going because they were proposing doing a who, who is uh, they Dante? You gotta well, define who they are. Yeah, who's they? All right, they uh, okay on the call. Uh, Sean Leary didn't say a word other than he, when when he was asked for his position, he said, "I'm on the fence." That was a quote. But other than that, he didn't say anything. Mike Sullivan uh, didn't participate, you know, in, in speaking. Uh, so really, okay, so they would have been everyone talking on the call with the exception of those two people, right? Uh, but the whole, uh, the whole premise of the entire conversation was that they wanted to uh, do a, a, like a land rush. Uh, in other words, stand it up on Litecoin, and people would have to go ahead and now re-register their assets. He was, there was a lot of, you know, kooky ideas that I were out there. Were, that I, went, thought were, I thought they wanted to just move it. Well, no. no I, actually, there was talk about uh, a land rush where people would have to go register the asset. And then there was a suggestion I think j Dog threw out at one point. I don't know which call it was or which Discord uh, that you would have... Oh, 30 days, and you could go ahead and register your asset, you know, within those 30 days, and then you would have your same asset on the, the other chain. And then in, in the same conversation, then the suggestion was uh, seven days. I mean, it was all kinds of craziness all over the board. And my biggest concern was, and I, was, I stated, I said, what would happen? Uh, you know, you're trying to do all of this stuff probably, you know, most, more than likely, to help Pepe Cash or Pepe, you know, in general, because of the high fees, et cetera. What would happen if someone other than the owner of one of these Pepe assets on a counterparty on the Bitcoin blockchain, what would happen if some other party, third party, were, were the one that, that were to obtain in a land rush the exact conflicting name match? Um, and then Devin came up with, this solution, off the top of his head, he says, well, we can just call uh, this pepecash.btc, and we could have pepecash.ltc, and then, uh, you know, all of these, uh, you know, half-baked uh, ideas that were coming out, and, uh, you know, this is the kind of thing that was going on uh, in a discussion that should, should never have qualified, you know, in terms of how scattered all of the thinking was. But the only thing that was in common was that the intent was that they wanted to have th this be on Litecoin as opposed to Bitcoin. And I agree, there's no way to actually move this thing. But I'm just telling you, that was, that was the game plan that was held. And I was the big, you know, uh, wrench in the works, and it was very unpopular. Uh, and I was the big, you know, I, I was the big. Uh, well, who, but I say, who were who were the ones that? Because you said there were there was a vote, right? Ron, well, it, it, vote well it was it was a poll because I pointed out uh, when they asked when he asked Devin, I said, wait, wait, wait. I said Devin has no standing. You know, he he's a hired. Dev, you know, oh, no, no, this is just a poll of those people that are present in this Discord uh, chat. So he did a poll with the seven people, and it came out three. In fact, when they, when they pointed out me, they said, okay, Mike, how do you vote? Okay, well, we know Dante's a no. He won't, you know, meaning n not to do anything. 
uh, other than trying to uh, fix the fees with the current plans of development. And uh, then uh, for, for some strange reason, I, I, I don't think that J-Dog was really in agreement, but I think for the record purpose, he said he was a no. And then you had the three yes votes, and then uh, Sean, you know, uh, Robbie, Devin, and uh, uh, Ruben. So what were the three? It was Devin, Devin, Ruben, and Robbie. Those were the three yes votes to stand this thing up on LTC, and then Sean Leary was a um, sitting on the fence. All right. I just want to point out how ridiculous it is that there would even be a vote over the future of, like, code or whatever right well that um, was rob, rob robbie called for that i, I think yeah. that i think that's well, well that's you a, know i mean he doesn't have a great history <laughs> um the whole edm thing i mean i don't know I, I i think that i think Devin once wanted something that would be fast he didn't care if it's on bitcoin but Devin is a competent developer and Devin did implement a few new things in counterparty live that have been very helpful well i think that's a um, point well taken joe because like i mean the, the reality like this this is actually kind of the crux of the discussion like the way that open source has worked at least with bitcoin and any of these competent projects is that someone needs something in the project and so they submit a, a bit of code that helps them accomplish that thing yeah and then if it works it gets accepted if it's not completely out of the state of the, like out of the uh out of the like scope of the project, so it is entirely ridiculous. Is that ri- for is the that foundation? Really the case? Sorry, is that really how it works? though? that's how it's supposed to work, and and yeah, I think that largely it is. Like I think I that mean, I think that when the foundation, this has been this has been my frustration. Like um, even even in discussing with Dante early on when he joined the foundation um, as as a member or as a uh, board a board member, I don't know what you want to call it. Community but I, I said to him, one of my frustrations with, with Counterparty is the fact that like the, the foundation feels like it needs to be it's it's like a bunch of busybodies where they think that they have to like implement certain features. Like for example, the foundation wanted to re implement the callback feature in Counterparty, which nobody ever used in the first place. Yeah, I mean, I, I think you could re-implement that if it's working. I thought there was an issue with it. I don't think there was an uh, issue, but like there was no reason to implement it because nobody used it. So it was just it was just more code than was needed. Well, well <laughs> here let's go back to what you said before. If somebody wanted it, then they could do and it. And it's not horrible. Then why not re-implement it? Right. That would. But I I I think the point is that nobody asked for it. It was just a foundation decision. Well, why are you bringing it up then? Uh, no one asked for it. I, yeah, the foundation is just people, right? Correct. The, I guess the so, reason I guess the reason it matters is because uh, there's uh, there's a foundation with an enormous amount of money that is in fact uh, all, right, using, all right. So this is what it always gets back to. It goes right. back to the money. Yeah, yeah. Well, they're they're using the money so to, to the develop. Problem. But yeah, I agree. They're using the money to develop features that nobody has asked for. Everybody thinks the money should be spent on something else. That's why it's a problem. What do you There's think? There's no consensus when you don't when you donate money. You have a vision in your mind of what's going to happen in Counterparty. Okay. What if what if you what if your vision? What if I donate ten thousand dollars to Counterparty? And Counterparty, I know Robbie's always said we can move to another chain if it's not viable. Like that was always like. That's I, always I don't been recall. Around. I don't recall that being always around. No, that's. That's what they would always go to, and that, I remember this happened way back when uh, Dope, Dope Party or whatever came out, 
And that came out also because of high fees. Joe, Joe, if you remember, there there are screens. There are many, many, many screenshots of comments that were made by Robbie a number of times where he stated uh, to the contrary. In fact, the bylaws state that uh, that that a fork would not, you know, would be against the bylaws. So, so, and 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 that was also um, stated a number of times by Robbie. I I think you have to look back through that. I I. I think it's different. I remember it differently. Well, back through which? I remember Robbie which... always saying that it was, because that was always the go-to. Oh, Bitcoin sucks right now. All of them fools high. What do we do if we can never use it again? Okay, we'll go to another chain. No, the only right? statement the only statement that you could be referring to was there, there was some of the FUD about the various uh, what if Bitcoin would have forked and which would be the surviving or what have you? And would we run a counterparty on two, uh, you know, on both chains? And he was he, he basically was stating in so many words that whichever was the winner, you know, so let's say there was a fork and just similar to uh, Ethereum, you know, ETH and ETC. So I, his position, if we want to use that as an example, would have been that counterparty would only have been run on the ETH because it was the you know the the winning fork, right? The, the right. Or, I, I don't I don't know that it really matters that I well, remember it differently. I mean, if okay. we can find, if we can go back and do some research. Oh, I can. And, I, I, I I can find where he made those comments. I mean, I don't know if you can find what well, you're recalling. The, the the crux of it is it it isn't possible. Um, I remember him saying it. I've always been of the opinion it's not possible. Counterparty is Bitcoin. Okay, uh, right. So what do you think so should happen? So the people. My, so my my opinion has always been this whole conversation is ridiculous. Right. Well, Joe, here's the th- here's the bigger question. Uh, the people that donated money, while they may have had certain features in mind, all right. It's wait, the wait, money again. I know, but I, that's give why. It back. I, but give it, it back. No, 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 no. What I'm trying to say. <laughs> no, you, I'm, I'm saying when people, when the, because if money was given for a project, okay, and the project is counterparty, and counterparty is on Bitcoin, then for anyone to do anything at all with that money and spend it on... I don't agree agree with you that everybody who donated money probably would want it to stay on Bitcoin if they wanted to move and and said they could and and that person wasn't technical. That's my opinion. Anyway, so you think that, that when they get when know, they you don't know that someone donated has a certain opinion. I will I will don't. point out that Dante that a majority of the money I believe that is in the account was donated by people like I think Robbie like donated like fifty thousand uh, dollars. He for donated example. a lot. And by the way, when when so J Dog so, so maybe that's why he wants his voice to be heard. Well, no, J Dog asked him if he would be willing. J Dog said, "Quote, I you don't think, I, wait wait Joe don't cut do Joe says? Joe." I, Joe, I was mid-sentence. Uh, go ahead. J-Dog stated, Sorry. stated, quote, I don't want to be the bag holder here with this money. Hey, Robbie, will you take the, will you take the funds from me? 
And he said, no, I don't want the funds. I'm not involved with the project. So well, it was like a I mean, hot... But, but Dante, that is different than, that is different than like, offering, like offering his donation back, right? Well, so let's say whatever he don't if he wants to offer his don't hey, can, can we take can we take a break really quick i got to i got to run into the store uh, but then i have like 15 minute drive home yeah yeah Maybe absolutely can, like, absolutely do a recap or okay all right cool see ya okay so i i think that the like dante i was i was talking to dante uh, when we took that break just saying that i think that the the discussion isn't super fruitful to talk so much about the foundation cuz i think joe Admittedly, you you really don't have anything to do with the foundation, right? Wait, what was that? You don't really have anything to do with the foundation. Your your concern really is just like, you know, developing for counterparty, and frankly, that you you think that's all a distraction. That's that's kind of my understanding of your position. Yep. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I don't think that that's unfair either. I mean, Dante, what do you what are your thoughts? No, I I, I always um, knew that Joe was not part of the the foundation. Right. Uh, and he's doing his own. He's doing his own thing. I mean, I, I think recently I saw him uh, state that he thought that the whole idea about pluggable chains or whatever, you know, was stupid. And it seems like he, he agrees that we. You do agree that we should uh, that counterparty should re- remain as it is on Bitcoin and not be abandoned. Uh, e- even further than that, it sounds like. And, and again, Joe, you can clarify. It sounds like you don't even think that there's even any point in discussing that because you don't think that there's anything else other than counterparty on Bitcoin. Yeah, I, I think we can discuss it. Um, but no, I, Dante, you're, you're, you're right on point. I mean, I don't, I don't think that it should be on anything else. And I don't think it can be on anything else at like the, the current counterparty XCP cannot exist on anything but Bitcoin. Good. I mean, so we have uh, consensus on that, you and I. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah, and I think, I think a lot of the, like, kind of drama and stuff is really it's more like, it's more personal. I mean, I'm not, and I'm not saying that in like a negative way, but it's just that's. I think that's kind of what it is, and I think maybe like the constant like, and I, a lot of people use it the back and forth like they or these cheap like. I think it's very important to use, like, to point to the actual people. If there's, like, hey, I don't like because J-Dog did this, and just, like, or I don't like that Devin wanted to move the Litecoin or something like that. I, I think that just makes the, it just add, adds, like, information to the conversation. So right. I, I think that's why these things can devolve really fast because um, it's, like, are you talking about me? Are you talking about somebody else? Are you the, uh, like you're an asshole? Uh, like I don't know. I, I think I think at the end of the day, I think there's no issue with the project counterparty. I think it's going to keep fucking along like it always has. I think we've had a few upgrades recently that are actually pretty great. Um, can, can you talk about those? Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah. uh, Devin, <laughs> this, this one will be controversial, maybe. Um, Devin um, got rid of the need for the address index patch. So um, one of the things people might not know about Counterparty is in order to run it, you had to run a patched version of uh, Bitcoin Core. And what that would do is it would give you an address index. Um, exactly what it is. It just 
Um, it does, it's not different than Bitcoin. It's just like an extra feature that's not in the regular core code. But one of the issues with that was um, every time core updates, we'd have to get an updated patch version. And BTC Drac used to do that. And he, a few yeah. versions ago, was like, all right, guys, I'm not doing this anymore. Right. Um, which was a problem. <laughs> so we <laughs> stuck on an old version of Bitcoin, which luckily for us with Bitcoin still works and it, it still produces valid transactions. Um, so he got us on um, using transit, uh, the uh, transaction index, so the TX index, uh, which comes in standard Bitcoin Core. Uh, but an interesting thing about that is it makes it easier to implement counterparty on other chains. Um, I, that's just the crux of it because other things that are for, one of the things that's prevented people from forking counterparty onto other chains um, and keeping it going, like like Dunfar is a perfect example, is um, I think what happened was they were running some like weird version and they couldn't keep up with Dogecoin and the developers just left and there's no developers left. Um, it was, uh, that guy, Lars, that did it. Well, one second, Joe, we're having a Fine. little bit of, a little bit of technical difficulty. So like, uh, okay. So that, but anyway, we don't need to go into that. No, no, that, that's, that's, that's great. That. So we have, yeah, we don't need a special version of Bitcoin anymore. Right. So that, but that's, that's excellent though. Like, so there is, there is actually then development that is going on in counterparty. That's positive. That is like moving the project forward. Um, which I think is, I mean, I think that's great. D Dante, what, did, did you know that? Yeah. Or? yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, I mean, so so there there have been some good upgrades that right. have been made. I, I, I've never, dis you know, I've never of taken course, issue course. with that. Uh, the uh, And back to that, w the, the biggest thing that I took issue with, let's say over the, the past, over the past month or so, I've taken issue with, um, the fact that so much time and energy and thought and discussion and documents and how do we fork and which way to fork and all of these kind of things that were happening, it was kind of like what there's still stuff on the table that is really valid and very desperately needed upgrades for you know a counterparty on Bitcoin. Why why is all the oxygen being sucked out of the room? For these things that even you're saying, Joe, that are that that are really stupid to uh, even talk about or you know to explore in a serious way, and, and that yeah, was and my mean, biggest problem. Yeah, and and the reason I say it's stupid is just because we're eventually, eventually, it'll get to oh yeah, we can't move counterparty. You know, that, like that's why I think it's stupid. Like we can talk about it, but at the end of the day, it's just not possible. It's not, it's not like it's it's not like it's not an option because I don't think we should do it. It's just not possible. Right, right, right. So, so again, it's like a really a, a whole ton of wasted wasted time and energy uh, being spent going down these uh, you know silly rabbit holes. I agree. So I, I, I'm um, amazed. But, but to, to, to add to that, to add to that. Um. I don't. I think. <laughs> I think we got great value. We, being the counterparty community, got great value out of the foundation paying for Devin. Um, we got more done in like 
two months than it's gotten done in like the last two years. Sure. As far as as upgrading. Uh, so it, whatever he was doing his own time, whatever. I mean, you don't owe him because you pay him to do something. So um, I, I think it really just comes down to when you have these projects like this, you have a lot of people with a lot of opinions, and some people think their opinion should be heard more, and other people think their opinion should be heard more. But at the end of the day, one of the great things is it doesn't matter. It, it, it really doesn't matter. I mean, counterparties at an all time high. XCP is at an, uh, XCP is at an all-time high. Uh, there's yep. it, it's not lacking in enthusiasm from the community. Uh, uh, people really do care about it. I care about it. Uh, I care about the assets that I have on uh, Counterparty that exist on Bitcoin. I don't want to see it going anywhere. Yeah, and I think that's. I think it's kind of funny because I. I think you and J Dog actually have a lot in common. You have it. You really have the same type of investment into the system, and you, you kind of both want the same thing, and it's it's evolved into kind of childish behavior a little bit. Um, I don't. I. I think when it gets to like when we're talking about like people incompetence, I think J Dog would be the first person to tell you that he's not confident enough or knows enough now to work on the counterparty lib code. Right. I, I think you'd be completely honest about that. And I think we're, I'm not, I mean, I, I, I've submitted tiny little pull requests, little changes. Um, but yeah, I wouldn't, I, I would have a lot more to learn before I can go into the big consensus change and stuff. Um, but I, I think as, ever, as long as everyone knows the limitations, it's, there's, there's really no issue in it, and I don't think an exchange is going to run some contentious fork of counterparty, and it, like it doesn't make any sense. The one they've got works. Uh, so, so, Joe, in the meantime, as as we have you, uh, can you give us a little bit update on like wh- where uh, kind of diversion? Where's the where's the Pepe stuff now? Where's the Pepe project? Yeah, it's uh, we're kind of like a weird kind of crossroads because one of the one of the fun things in uh, Pepe world is trading Pepe's. So in order to do that, we need to make transactions. And it's, I mean, you can go on like the wallet. I have the fee estimator right there in dollars, and it's like twenty twenty dollars. It was up to like thirty five dollars at one point. Um, so it's just it just makes that kind of function of it not um, realistic to think people are going to do that. I mean, there's still Next orders that happen a few a day, um, but they're for higher value stuff, which which is fine. Um, but I, I think in order for for the idea of Pepe to keep going and to keep using like counterparty software, it, there needs to be an implementation on another chain. Um, I I mean you already see it, Mona Party that Chris Moss. Uh, is working with a little bit, and uh, I mean, I, I think he's work. Actually, let me take a step back. I don't know what his involvement with that is. I just know that they're both in Japan. So, um, so then I would I would ask real quickly why why not just implement on Bcash? Um, I think there's there's already. I, I think when you go that when you're going to go this route, I think you there's no reason to just pick Bcash because that's Bitcoin. I mean, why not just go for it? I, I don't know that Litecoin is the solution either. Um, I think Bcash has its own 
like drama issues and and that kind of community is really important with counterparty how we talked before and what implementation you get people to run so then i would ask uh, then then back to like dan's question why not like this uh like an off-chain sort of uh you know repository for these pepes because then someone has to run that someone has all the liability of holding them that's i mean that's absolutely true right but that that seems like a valuable service at the moment sure if someone wants to create that that would be great um i don't know that i would use it um because you still have the issue of getting your pepes in and out you got to pay transaction fees so I mean, you've almost got double your transaction fee there, getting whatever in, getting whatever out. Um, so I, I'm not convinced that's the solution. It's, I, whatever, if someone wants to put something like that together, that would be great. Um, yeah, I, I think we're, we're seeing that counterparty on Bitcoin has to be for high-value stuff, um, unless there's a lot of liquidity, and you can do payment channel Lightning Network-style things. Um, I think atomic swaps are going to be... Um, great. If, once they're implemented, I know uh, Chris is working on that. Um, so if we do have counterparty running on different chains, you can do swaps between those chains while they're um, similar enough uh, to Bitcoin, where you can do the uh, the kind of sharing of that um, shared secrets the way uh, cross chain swaps work, but. Yeah, I, I think I think it's fine. I, I don't. I think it's just kind of where we find ourselves. I don't think my pepes are any less rare. Um, <laughs> well, they're certainly they're they're more rare. <laughs> yeah, it's it's just different. It's different, but that's. I mean, look at the world we live in now, where Tron is uh, what twelve billion dollars or something. And, right. Like, two, two billion yeah, right now. It's, it's it's lost a lot of value. <laughs> it's significantly less useful today than it was yesterday. That's the thing. Yeah, no, I, I, I'm a, I, I, I love Bitcoin, and I, I just think stuff like Rare Pepe or game assets and stuff like that. I mean, if you want to do the on-chain stuff, if you want to do the decks, if you want to do that kind of stuff, you have to have low lower fees. Well, can I, uh, as we're doing this, can I, I, I honestly think that you guys should consider uh, moving to Stellar. I, I agree. Yeah, I mean that's that's uh that's where my money is right now, Joe. That's the pump that I'm. That's that's the pump I have my my bitcoins in. So so mine, my favorite one now is Iota and Ryblox. Ryblox, what's because that? I told you about there's Ryblox. There's no transaction fee. There's no transaction fee. It's oh, free. that's great. Okay, that's that is an excellent. So how do they how do they accomplish that? Oh, good, it's down. I have no idea. Um, it's only twenty eight dollars a coin right now. This was the one that was. And, was it Rybox? Was this the one there's that was so many? Well, Binance has a coin of the month, and if they get enough community votes by people that hold that hold Look Binance, this, Binance coin, coin is fifty four percent up right now. They vote on which coin Binance is going to implement, yeah, yeah, and, and Rybox was just one. I think Binance just burned a bunch of coins that they had. Oh, nice. Oh. Yeah. Maybe the Pam and Pam should get yeah, into dude, Binance. You should buy Binance coin. Yeah, yeah. The, the shitcoin world is incredible right now. Um, it's, a, it's a strange world we live in. But yeah. so you you um, you are I mean, you, you think people should get into Binance and, and Ryblox? Okay. <laughs> hey, hey, Joe, uh, uh, I, I have to look more to Ryblox. That's it's not a blockchain. It's uh, it's blockchain a blockchain inspired. 
Now, now it's like a, it's a tangle. It's tangle. It's like coyote. Oh, okay. Is, <laughs> yeah. Are they using the pyramids? No, 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 I just, um, did you know that? Did you know that iota's? Incredible. Did you know that iota's uh, consensus mechanism has to do with the pyramids of Giza? With the what? Pyramids of Giza. It 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 relies oh. on the power emanated from the pyramids of Giza to accomplish uh, what it does, which I think is phenomenal. I mean, that makes perfect sense to me. Um, how that? How he would want that? <laughs> um, yeah, I I gotta I gotta get going in like a minute, but. Okay, Dante, you have, you have final eight. things you want to yell at Joe about uh, or no, scream? Or no, no, yeah, no. Dante asked me if he's got any questions. No, no, Joe, Joe and I, uh, I think we, uh, Butt we, do a, we do a lot of uh, sex. <laughs> what's the word? Not jousting, uh, we, you know, fencing. No, jousting, I, I, I call it good. jousting. You know? Good, uh, yeah, we do a little bit of jousting. Uh, I, I think most of it between Joe and I, I really think it's, it's all in good fun, even though he rage quit. But I don't know. Once upon a time, you rage quit one group, but I don't think it was because of me. I think it might have been because of Trump. No, I, I usually like quietly rage quit. Oh, just, right, right. <laughs> yeah, I think you. I think it was a. I think it was a Trump quit. <laughs> Final you know, qu Joe, something. speaking of Trump, have you read this new book? No, no. I just keep seeing the excerpts that are coming out. Yeah. Well, we're we're going to talk yeah. a little bit about that today because I think I think I want to get Dante riled up uh, for the oh, show. Good, good. good. So uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, thank right. thank you I, so I, much, Joe. I think that what we're going to do is we're going to put this on as like a, its own little segment for anybody who's interested because it's counterparty heavy and only a fraction of people really care. But I think that those yeah, people. No, yeah. But but I care and Dante cares and Sean doesn't know if he cares because he's stupid. So mm -hmm. uh, this is nice. this is uh, nice. Yeah. So that's I think that's what we'll do. You're supposed to smile. That was a cool. compliment. I, yeah. Joe, tell tell people <laughs> exactly. where yeah. tell people about your projects real quick, uh, where they can find you, uh, how they can, you know, uh, do sexual acts to you that you enjoy. Um whatever whatever it is that you want to say, and then uh, we'll say goodbye. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm on Telegram, um, and a few groups. Um project that I'm I guess known for now, which is hilarious, is uh Rare Pepe Wallet, so there's a link to the Telegram group on there. So you're you're speaking feel free to go in there. And you're chat. speaking at a Rare Pepe conference uh, very soon, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So there's this like digital. Uh, yeah. So that's actually funny. Let me just run through that real quick, and then I gotta go. Um, one morning after the whole Crypto Kitty stuff, I was like, "This is ridiculous!" Like. All these projects were doing similar things, like, let's get together. I've personally never even been to a Bitcoin conference. Really? Um, yeah, yeah. Always, something always comes up. It's like, so I know something's going to come up here. My wife's going to go into labor, and I'm not going to be able to go. But I'll go with Joe Looney. Uh, the, plan, the plan is, um, yeah, so <laughs> I tweeted out one morning at a bunch of these projects. One of the guys just picked it up and said, I'm in New York City. Let's do a conference. And so this coming Saturday... It's going to be the uh, the Rare Digital Art Festival. So, and you can find information about it. Um, rare dot af would be you, the way to get that. Rare as so. fuck. That's, yeah, that's, that's, what, that's what I thought it was. That's what I thought it stood for. That's what it does so wait, stand for. Are, are you supposed? Uh, is your wife expecting a kid at any time? No, she's What's just going to go into labor randomly, Dante. No, no, I thought he was just making a. <laughs> no, no, I know, I know. I 
have a few. I have a few weeks. She's not too still in the middle of February. Right, right. right. So. so yeah, no. Okay, that's great. Is is your child going to be? Yeah, a, but it could. Is your child going to be, be a Pepe? <laughs> so I think that it's like fifty percent chance that it's a Pepe. <laughs> yeah. Yep. The, the Punnett square works that way. Okay. Um, <laughs> all right. <laughs> this that's great. That's I think great. I think that's good for now. All right, we'll we'll uh, we'll sign off and then we'll we'll upload this and uh, let everyone listen to your uh, your shitty interview, Joe. All right, awesome, right, sounds good. This okay, is John Joe. Seth chunking up the deuce of the south, the mass, and going peace, Saint Catherine, pray for us. Sazamanus. <laughs>